Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Australia Highway 1. Australia Highway 1? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. All right. So that title was given to us by Josh Wyatt on Facebook. Thanks for that uh, title. We'll, uh, we're doing race car movies or racing movies. Ra- big race movies. Big racing movies. Basically, you know, you might think, oh, race. Oh, well, uh, that must therefore be in cars. Yeah. Or at least they're, it, must, it must be like around a track. No, not not so not necessarily not so listener we we specifically asked for cars if you want yeah but that's not not even required could be anything if you want to do an entire movie about an egg and spoon race more power to you if you want to do an entire movie about about trying to hop across the planet then more power to you yeah like the the first person to get through a wormhole to go back in time and stop the other person signing up for the race. That's <laughs> that's the kind of racing we're, <laughs> we're, we're interested after. in. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thank you, Josh, for that title. Uh, Josh got in touch with us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter as well, at Life's a Pitch Show, to give us your titles every week. We ask for a, a genre each Friday, and uh, we record on Sundays, so yes. uh, usually. So... Um, so at any time, send send us uh, titles. But yeah. if you want to be involved in the uh, in the title posts, that's when you want to be looking to our Twitter or Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So uh, give us a follow, give us a like, give us your titles. So shall we get on with some honourable runner-ups? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Some podium positions. <laughs> yes, some uh, some people who were at the pole position but then got disqualified um, due to steroid use (laughs) yes so this is our honourable mentions part where we just go through a few more titles people have given us and uh, pitch what those films would be as well so from Biscanator Starch Fate on Twitter (laughs) it's uh, Connor with an O on Twitter we've got Spit slash second. Spit slash second? Yeah. As in like a, a, a forward slash? Or yeah, yeah. A, okay. It's not like spit, slash. spit, comma, slash, comma, second. It's not no, 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 no. It's, uh, <laughs> it's spit slash second. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming this was meant to be split slash second, right? <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah. Split second, it's like... Yeah, yeah, I suppose, yeah. yeah. Um, but what, what if... Uh, this this was about a a runner who um, managed to make the case in the Olympics that if you spit across the finish line fast enough, <laughs> that enough of your DNA has passed the, passed the goal, like, so, passed the finish line, <laughs> that you. <laughs> my mind immediately goes to legal battle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's there's no racing in this at all, apart from the beginning. Where it's like the Olympic finals, the hundred meter sprint, and it's uh, it's someone it's someone going up against Usain Bolt, mm-hmm. the fastest man alive. Yep. still maybe who knows? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, 
let's let's make up characters then. yeah um i think um daniel radcliffe is going up against um james mcavoy james mcavoy who's uh called um peter bonkley who is the... It's, it's 1964. Yeah, it's, and I reckon it's quite an old-timey... It's an alternate thing. history, this. Yeah, sort of when the four-minute mile was done, that kind yeah, of time. Yeah. And they've really only just started coming into DNA, like... Yeah. An understanding of DNA. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, I like it. And, and, and that idea has taken the world by storm. There's research going into cloning. There's research going all over the place, like, yeah. for the idea of, like, you know... Um, uh, what this what this could mean that we can all be boiled down to our DNA and that we can all be sort of um, uh, the, like we we could be mapped out only by our you know the the, the stuff that we are made up of mm. um, and I think like yeah um, Daniel <laughs> Daniel um, Daniel Radcliffe is um, I think it's I think we could even skip over the idea that like the the, the courtroom stuff mm. and just say like he wins the case by having more money and and better lawyers <laughs> and so now everyone starts spitting at the end of races <laughs> yeah. so you get to this thing where there's like a, it's neck and neck finish and then they all just go <laughs> now his leg game's not very good but his spit game is on point <laughs> In the 2016 Rio Olympics, it's, uh, it's, it's it's coming up pretty close. You can see that the uh, the contestants, as they line up on the blocks, are uh, taking their uh, uh, three gallons of uh, preparatory liquid <laughs> drink. I think milk works best. I think it's uh... well. Back when I used to do it, I think we uh, we just had a shot of whiskey before we were running, and then uh, and then we'd obviously build it up as the as we went around the track. <laughs> Yes, there is something. There is something to be said for the uh, for the viscosity that uh, that orange juice adds to the uh, to, to the thing. It's um, some people say that uh, it's uh, it, it adds that sort of mucoidal uh, layer that allows the droplet to stay intact further. But of course, others uh, posit that um, because of, of course each droplet is tested to see whose it is. Um, the uh, the that the acid in the orange juice might break it down. Now you've really got to look for the tiny droplets <laughs> that fall <laughs> way out <laughs> over the finish line before everyone's crossed it. You've really got to get get there. I mean, I mean, I know, I know the judges focus on the big globules <laughs> of spit, <laughs> but I, I think, I, I think a. As, a as, case has to be made for the little bits of spittle. Yeah, well, well, you see, they, uh, one of the things is that science is constantly improving, and uh, it, it, it's very interesting that uh, uh, we'll, as we go along, as the years have progressed, we're able to identify d DNA in the, in the smallest pieces of particles of, uh, of, of liquid, uh, which, of course, uh, led to the great scandal of, uh, of, of 2007 when... Uh, um, Who could forget? When uh, Gary Biscuits uh, set up an entire industrial fan before the uh, the, uh, the start of the racetrack and uh, spat before he even started. I'm gonna right because you mentioned Gary Biscuits, yeah. right? I'm gonna get a one of the titles we've been given uh, from Phil Walters, just Biscuits. <laughs> so 
Could be uh, could be the, the biopic of Gary Biscuit. Yeah, scandal, Gary Biscuit. Ba- yeah. Gary Biscuit scandal of two thousand and seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, there's all this all this build up going on as the yeah. uh, as they take to the tracks. Yes, um, talking about like the history of. <laughs> Getting getting spittle across the finish line, and I think I think part of that is okay. So he beats James McAvoy, right? Yeah. Um, uh, who's called Peter Bunkley? Yeah. I think Peter Bunkley. Now it's it it. This is we were talking about like um to uh, the sixties, hmm. right? We now ha- we're now in like the mid nineties. Let's say that like, yeah, yeah. two thousand seven or whatever. Um, we we skip forward like thirty years. Peter Bunkley is an old man who is very bitter about the fact that he was the fastest man alive, but because of that legal precedent, he could not be called the fastest man alive, even though it was only spit that changed that. Yeah. And I think we have... And a, he came second yeah, because of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we, we, we have a, a situation with... It's almost like... Um, karate kid or something like a, a kind of like a grudge of old people against each other mm. where like the entire sport has moved on to spitting now where people are spitting from the very start <laughs> right they're, they're just spitting they're just really good at spitting now I just love the idea of people like stretching uh, on the start line <laughs> and uh, and, then, and then the gun goes and everyone just goes <laughs> <laughs> No one's running. Yeah. Everyone's just trying to. <laughs> everyone's just trying to spit a hundred meters because uh, it's faster than running. And I think Peter Bunkley like <laughs> um, uh, gets his gets his his, his handbag snatched uh, by uh, Rupert Grint, and uh, he's like, "Oh my god, that kid's fast! Is that kid's almost as fast as I was?" Yeah. Um, and uh, he's like, "If I trained him, maybe he could go go far." Well, and he's basically training him to run faster than yeah. droplets of spit yeah yeah well this is the thing like um james mcavoy spits at him yeah as, as this robber runs away yeah and he manages to outrun the spit <laughs> why would he spit <laughs> because he can't chase after him his legs are broken and, and old, and old. Yeah. he's on a zimmer frame and he spits at him <laughs> And, and he but misses. James McAvoy was never an Olympic spitter. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. But uh, anyway, anyone can spit. Yeah. Anyone can spit. But it's just like, oh god, he's really fast. He's faster than my than my spit. And he goes, "Hey, kid, come back. You want to make some real money?" <laughs> so yeah, I think I think that's the general concept of spit slash seconds. <laughs> uh, yeah. What I quite like is that you can read that as spit per second. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you end up with him going up against like um, Harry Costco, the biggest, um, the the biggest spitter in the world, in, in the world, yeah. and he's just like it's a, like he's essentially a a su- the size of a sumo wrestler, yeah. except that he just goes and then jets of, of water come out, and then at the end he's just standing there like standing like a a, a much thinner man. He's got tonsils of steel. <laughs> Uh, like yes. a bullet from a gun. Yeah, it's an uh, it's uh, almost uh, superhuman. How you can <laughs> see that uh, uh, it, it, it appears that he uses the tonsils to bat forward the liquid, <laughs> uh, allowing uh, <laughs> allowing more of it to spread out like a wet machine gun. <laughs> you better be you better be stood away from the finish line, otherwise you could could leave with a concussion. 
So I kind of have this scene of like Rupert Grint running for his life, but in front of a just a wave of water that's just careening towards it. It's like the Matrix, yeah, where it's all rippling behind. Yeah, and I think um, he's. Uh, what what's going to be the clincher? I think um, maybe it's a split second decision, but. Mm. Um, uh, it's a, like it's a photo finish between him and this spit, <laughs> and then um, the uh, they realise that actually the um, uh, the the guy had broken the rules beforehand. Mm. The the bad guys had broke Daniel Radcliffe and Co. had broken the rule beforehand by spitting on the track beforehand, so that so Rupert Grint would uh, would would have less yeah. traction on the field. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> would have less traction. Yeah. How much spit do that? Oh, we've, we've, we've it's, said. Yeah, it's 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 like a it, Gatling it's gun. Coated, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's a horrible. So it's raining. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. It's called off for rain <laughs> one time because yeah. it's just. How do we know? How how would we possibly know which which droplets were were ra- were rain and which droplets were spit? Yeah, just Impossible. lost. Yeah. lost amongst it. Lost in time. Yeah, <laughs> like spit in rain. <laughs> so from all the webs of stage, we've got the man that won the Wimbledon five hundred. The man that won the Wimbledon, the 500. Wimbledon um, 500. What's that? Uh, uh, the Wimbledon 500, I, I guess it's like the Indy 500, which is a race. Uh, okay. It's just just loads of cars going round in circles. <laughs> Except it's loads and loads of cars going round in circles whilst people are trying to play tennis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, we cut to Tim Henman. Right. Who has never won a Wimbledon match right <laughs> i think yeah that's the, the they the people every year would go out and say oh could be tim's year he could win a match yeah he could win a tennis game <laughs> and I've he got, never won i think i've got an idea for this actually yeah tim henman's there and he's like he's about to win yeah when it's like we have a late entrant to wimbledon <laughs> and it's this guy dressed up entirely in cricket uh, cricket gear. <laughs> what? Like, like, you know, Wimbledon isn't Smash Brothers. It's an open competition. <laughs> it's like a new challenger approaches. <laughs> it's an open competition. What people don't know. Um, so, so Tamemans <laughs> won the final of Wimbledon, and then suddenly, from from the shadows, appears a new challenger. Actually, you know what? It's not that. Tim Tim Henman like hits hits the ball and it's like a slice, it goes right out of the court. Yeah. Right. Uh, all the way up to towards Henman Hill, which is a hill just outside of Wimbledon that you can watch the watch, watch the game. Big TV on, yeah. Yeah. Um and it goes all the way out there. Upon which someone Rowan Atkinson yeah. is playing cricket <laughs> and absolutely wangs the ball. <laughs> and and it just goes careening in and just Hits Tim Henman in the side of the head, yeah. knocks him out cold. He loses Wimbledon, yeah. but the cameras are on Henman Hill. They see how well he hit that, and he becomes a, a celebrity. He was trying. Rowan Atkinson was trying to become a celebrity in cricket. He wanted to be a professional cricketer. Yeah, never got a look in. Yeah, now he's massive in the tennis world, and he gets him. He gets <laughs> with his cricket bat. Yeah, he gets. 
That's that's the best bit about this. He's like uh, what was it, Happy Gilmore when he's yeah. playing golf with a hockey stick. Yeah. And he's st- <laughs> playing tennis for the cricket match. And he feels so bad that he knocked Tim Henman out that he's gonna play in he- in, in Henman's place <laughs> to try and finish off. And because he doesn't know the rules of tennis, he hits the ball <laughs> and then starts running around the court. <laughs> And so he's he's running laps around. He ends up running five hundred laps. Yeah, yeah. Around around the Wimbledon court. That, that's how many points he scores. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he's just like they serve him. They, they, they do a fast serve to him, and he just goes whoa, and he's like it goes miles. This is the best sports biopic that's ever been pitched. <laughs> I like the idea we don't tip our hand in the trailer either. No. Like, we, 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 we put this as a the man who won the Wimbledon 500 and we have uh, Tim Henman in here or someone playing Tim Henman. That's the, that's the big news, right? Yeah. Is that Tim Henman is being cast. Uh, who are we casting as Tim Henman? It's going to be a really accurate casting. Yeah. It's going to be a Tom tennis. Hanks. Tom Hanks that's is That's the playing. only person I can think of who looks slightly like Tim Henman. Tom Hanks is playing Tim Henman. Rowan Atkinson's in it. Yeah. Like, it's going to be a huge deal. Like, this could be really, really down-to-earth tennis biopic. Yeah. Loads of tennis fans turn up and then we just have this spiralling situation where, like, it gets more and more out of hand yeah. and more and more wrong. <laughs> In terms of like the ter- the rules of tennis, yeah, there's a po- there's a point in which uh, which he hits hits the ball with his uh, with his cricket bat and then gets in a car <laughs> in a muscle car and drives round. It becomes becomes like a like a show thing. It's like home run, way. I think I think that people like it so much because you know how Wimbledon is such a cloistered atmosphere. It's for rich people. They get mm-hmm. the tickets and and they eat strawberries and cream and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Well. This is seen as something of a revolution in the sport. It's bringing it down to the to the masses. And when he's playing, when Rowan Atkins is playing against, I don't know who it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, let's say it's uh, Gary Oldman. He's playing against Gary Oldman, and Gary Oldman's trying his best to win at tennis. And then Rowan Atkins just smacks it out of the court and starts running. Yeah. But. Gary Oldman like jumps for it and smashes it down right yeah. smash it down it hits it and goes flying out because of the amount of velocity mm. it hits the floor goes flying out uh, out of bounds because of the velocity right because he's a good tennis player yeah. he can do these things he can return a, a massive smash from a cricket bat and then the crowd go wild and they're like Go, go, run, run, go! And, and he, he looks, he looks at the umpire, and the umpire goes, "No, no, don't!" Uh, umpire played by uh, I don't know uh, Jim Broadbent. Jim Broadbent. Yeah. And then someone like climbs up the back of the umpire's like big, uh, little Sma- ladder and just, just throws with a, him off. with a breeze block, smacks him over the back of the head, and then like the <laughs> and then and then holds up a. A traffic light that goes green is like <laughs> go go go. <laughs> so now that they're, they're both running as fast as they possibly can, <laughs> just running around in circles. <laughs> And then they're like, at some point when someone goes and gets the ball, one of the ball boys is absolutely exhausted, yep. having gone <laughs> four miles in the other direction to get this ball, comes back, and then they have to stop running. <laughs> And then from then on, they are. It's a race to get to 500 laps. Yeah, it's a race to get to 500 runs in this game of tennis. And that they're getting in cars. Yeah, 
um, and everything, and then and then they've got to build a track. It's, it's <laughs> slightly longer. No, this is a running race. This it's is just a running, a running race. race. Yeah, right. Cool, it's cool, just cool. around the outside of Wimbledon. It's the Wimbledon 500. <laughs> it is the the first of 500. 500 laps. laps. Yeah. Of a tennis court, it is it is grueling. That would that would go on for slightly less longer than some tennis matches. <laughs> there you it, go. Would, it would feel less boring. Yeah, watching two men run around in circles for five hundred <laughs> laps than some tennis matches. Well, only one of them has to get to five hundred. The other one's going to get to four hundred ninety nine, of course. Of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, at that point, they'd probably both cross the finish line, wouldn't they? Yeah, uh, um, yeah someone draws a finish line and has a checkered flag by the end. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they bought one from yeah. the shop down the road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we cut, to, we cut to the owner of that shop, just like, his, his wife's just like... Why did we open this shop? <laughs> and and no one, no one is gonna buy checkered flags. Uh, and and then you see you see someone, uh, her husband say, "Listen, when I opened Le Mans twenty four hour seven <laughs> convenience checkered flag shop, I knew the risks." <laughs> And then you hear a bell as the door opens. Like, we need a checkered flag now. We need, we need several for some reason. We need hundreds. Everyone's going to want need, one. We need your entire stock of checkered flags. And he's like, see what I mean? I knew exactly what I was doing, darling. There we go. <laughs> Le Mans 24 hour 7 shop <laughs> convenience store that was the man that won the Wimbledon 500 <laughs> alright so those were all our honourable mentions thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week we've had loads uh, we had loads like probably more than we got the week that Edgar Wright retweeted us <laughs> yeah. yeah which yeah. is uh, which is weird people were just more interested in uh, rat race yeah <laughs> yeah people like rat race is where it's at yeah, people love at. that John movie John Cleese shoots a pistol nobody's ready yeah. for it so we move on to our final major pitch which is from Josh Wyatt Australia Highway 1 Australia Highway 1 Tom I took the liberty of looking it up yeah it is a road that goes all the way around the country Really? Yes. Oh, like so it's one lap. It links all the coastal cities basically. That's amazing. There's a big lap of a lap of the as far as I understand it. God. Um it's the longest national highway in the world surpassing the Trans-Siberian Highway and the Trans-Canada Highway. So God. it's a big big old zoom. Yeah, if, if it goes all like like does it go does it have it, a beginning it, and an it circum- end or is it no, just no it, it circumnavigates the entire uh, the entire of Australia that's incredible that's yeah, really really show cool little, show you a little picture um, they sort of go all the way around and then they sort of take, take a big old detour to Darwin <laughs> where's the Darwin's up at the top there there's a bit in is that Tasmania at the bottom bit yeah, there's, there's, does it, is there just a bit which goes from Melbourne? Yeah. it goes underwater, first, <laughs> and then you come out in Hobart. Because yeah, uh, there's just a bit of it there that's not attached to any of the other parts. Uh, a separate section in Tasmania connects Hobart to Burnie. Um, just, just call it another road. <laughs> yeah, why would you add? Why would you add that? Anyway, um, we need to make a movie about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it's a, it's a pretty. Cool Cool. Like, because essentially, cool. it's a lap. Yeah, it's a lap it, of the country. Yeah, like, 
I mean, how many laps do you need to do? Like, that's the thing. It's... Yeah, one one big one. Yeah. That's why they call it Australia Highway 1. Yeah, I guess. you only yeah. have to do one lap to win. Yeah. Um, this is the new race. <laughs> Winning at Australia. Yeah. <laughs> so usually in big race movies, yeah. you are asked to go from one place to another. Mm. If you're doing the Australia 1 uh, highway, you are going to be asked to go from where you are Back, back to where you are. Yeah. And I kind of love the idea that someone, at least in our ensemble cast, that this is going to involve. Yeah. Because it's going to be a Rat Race style movie. Yeah, yeah. I've decided. Is going to try to just hide. <laughs> oh, it's Sneaky Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> it's Sneaky Ben Mendelsohn, yeah. 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 Big Business Ben. Big Business Ben, and yeah. He's, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm... Uh... We're gonna we're gonna trick them. We're gonna just stay where we are. Stay in Perth. Then when when we uh, does it go through Perth? It goes through Perth. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's it, we're saying it starts and ends in Perth. Yeah. All right. <laughs> because uh, that's that's the lesser known of the, <laughs> the capitals, right? So we'll, we'll be like, it's, it's not Melbourne or Sydney. We'll it's stay Perth. We'll stay here in 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 Perth. <laughs> I've hired I've hired a lookalike in Brisbane. So, so that they can. I've hired a lookalike in every camp. <laughs> so they just keeps turning up. Yeah, yeah. No one sees him. No one's. That's brilliant because the, the media circus around this. I'm sure we'll figure it out. But this like, feels like this feels like a, an end of film twist. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we're throwing it out there straight off the bat. Yeah. This guy is bad. He's wanting to trick everyone yeah. by putting, by getting lookalikes in every town. <laughs> every town, and and they just show their face running, <laughs> and then disappear again. And then you see just in in the next place, yeah. just shows their face legging it. Um, so like Australia yeah. Highway One by any means, as long as that means is a car. Yep. Yeah, as long as that means is like an engine, it's not like public transport. No planes, you can do it on a bike. No, we're we're cutting all of that potential material out. Yeah, we're not allowed planes or or trains or automobiles. Only automobiles. automobiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, No, no planes. No, no, none of the things that would make people have to get out of their cars and go somewhere else and talk to people and interact to make scenes. I think just cars. Uh, it's it's uh, who who else is Australian? Um, Hugh Jackman, sure. Uh, Rebel Wilson, Rebel Wilson's Australian. Australian. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth, sure. Um, Holly Valance, right? Yep. Kylie Minogue, sure. Scraping the bottom of the barrel now. Yep. Uh, st- uh, Nicole Kidman, sure. Even more so. Yeah. Than Mel you were. Gibson. Is he? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. He's Mel. He's Mel Gibson. Um, he sure is. He sure is. Um, who else is Australian? We're, we're, who's just gonna Google who else is Australian? <laughs> uh, Australian. Who else is actors? Australian. Liam Hemsworth. What? <laughs> both of them. <laughs> both. Both Hemsworth brothers, and the other one. Who shall remain nameless? Yep. You know what you did. <laughs> Margot Robbie. Got Hugo Weaving. 
Uh, the, like I'm just going through all these, just like we could probably do something with with some of these. Yeah. Uh, some of these we'd like to cast quite a bit. Ben Mendelsohn, obviously. Uh, Luke Hemsworth is the other one who shall remain nameless. <laughs> he hasn't though, has he? Yeah, no, well, yeah, I've just named him. Just uh, <coughs> just named him. So yeah, we've got uh, we've got a lot uh, a lot of people to go go on there. Um, Absolutely, we now know who's in this movie. We just don't know what it's about. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, this is. Uh, Hugo Weaving okay. has basically said, "This great nation, uh, we need we need a race, and we need to we need to make money. Uh, it's we're running out of money in Australia. <laughs> okay, so we need a big race right. to to get to get loads of sponsors, make it like a yearly thing, and we get." All the famous Australian actors. Because there's literally the actors. Yeah, yeah. That are famously Australian. You know, Rebel Wilson, the Hemsworths, all, all yeah. that lot. It it does sound like wacky races when you put it like that. <laughs> the Hemsworths. Yeah, yeah. Like... The, the Hemsworth troop. <laughs> they're like the Catch the Pigeon group. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, well, they're they're, they're um, they have that kind of like um, the the. It's a car with a tower on the back. Yeah. And they... <laughs> well, this is this is the thing. It's like, there's no rules as long as you stay on the road. Okay. Like, and uh, and they they go from capital to capital every day. Okay. I, I'm assuming you can make the capitals in a day with each other. I don't think you can. I I, I think it's that they're that far away yeah, from they, each other. Australia is huge. <laughs> We are vastly underestimating the size of Australia. Here. I think you might be constraining it a bit too here, too much here. Yeah. I think you should be allowed to straight the road. It's just not worth it in most cases. Yeah. Right. So it's just faster to go because because all of the destinations mm. are on the outside of the of the thing, right? Yeah. And you've got to go through each checkpoint. Yeah. It makes sense to go from one yeah. to the other, but sometimes you can try and cut through the outback. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's it's and not it is a good. rough drive. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that can kill you in Australia if you yeah. go off the road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much like if you go into the dark. Yeah. In pitch black. <laughs> yeah. The, the the monsters will get you. <laughs> and if and if you if you stray into the outback, you know what's waiting for you. Emus. <laughs> oh, I completely forgot about that bit of Australian history. The Australia law. The 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 war that they lost yeah. against birds. Yeah. They, they they want nothing but revenge against the cars. <laughs> against the cars. Yeah, yeah. I but see. They, they they've made a treaty. These emus they can't go on the roads anymore. That was that was part of the uh, part of the terms for the for the end of the war. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Hugo Weaving's like I've, I've I've assembled Australia's most top celebrities. So he's trying to draw attention to these roads around the edges, right? Yeah. Maybe the third act twist would be that he's trying to, because the the only thing that he because he's going to be a, obviously he's got to be a villain. Yeah, Hugo Weaving, the the person who arranges the race in a big race movie is always the villain. Yeah. Right. So what could he possibly want? from a load of actors 
driving around the outside of Australia but not going into the middle of it. Do you think that, like, he's trying to bring attention to the emus? He's trying to constrain them somehow? If, if emus aren't allowed on the road, finishing a road that goes all the way around yeah. is going to stop them from leaving. Is going to stop them... Right, I think that's it. <laughs> he, Hugo Weaving wants to let the emus out. Oh, the only reason shit. that the emus haven't got out of Australia yeah. is because they made this road that goes all the way around the continent. I've got a horrific twist for the okay. movie. <laughs> okay. And I think you might realise what it is. Yeah, yeah. Everyone listening is just like, yeah, I know what the twist's going to be. <laughs> Um, if, if you've listened to our podcast before, it's just like, yeah, yeah, I've, I'm, I'm pretty certain I've got a big idea of what, what this could be. Uh, so, like, I think the idea being that, like, he wants to create, he's, he's, it's not just racing in normal cars. Yeah. It is combative. It is destructive. He's arming people with explosives. Yeah. And even, actually, there are, like, traps built into the road. Yeah. And, and obstacles built into the road. That... <laughs> and then bits bits of the road that aren't even finished yet. Exactly. Like, there's bits of the road that are, like, have, have well, building works on they, it. They have to be finished. Yeah. Because the, the, the number one piece of law here is that the, the treaty says emus can't leave, go, go over the road. They can't yeah, cross yeah. a road, right? Meaning that this road has to be built to keep them in. It's like a summoning circle. <laughs> Right? Yeah. They, without breaking the law, emus can't leave. And so, without <laughs> breaking this treaty. Yeah. Um, and so. <laughs> it's, it's like a. It's, yeah, like he's like a summoning circle. Yeah. It, it keeps. It's just like salt to keep yeah. a ghost out or whatever. <laughs> um, like, um, so, I think that, like, there are things like, you know, he's, he's, he's creating the staging this thing so that like as a smoke screen so that he can create all these like traps and explosive things and like yeah. things that, that go off and break the road and break the road I and got break you. the circle I got you yeah um, yeah and uh, and there's this whole bit like towards the end of the of the race mm. that um, and he's making lots of different little chips into it but there's one bit at the very end of the race where like explosives are going to go off at every given point um, towards the end <laughs> and and like uh, whoever we're following or at least one of the characters in this ensemble cast yeah. is going to recognise that and try and convince the others that they've got to go through the outback and they're like no it's too dangerous yeah. it's too dangerous because if you go out there you're going to get mobbed by emus I think we've got the, the Hemsworth brothers yeah. Chris mm -hmm. who's the leader yeah, <laughs> the uh, the leader and the other two are like oh I don't know boss um <laughs> Like that kind of Looney yeah, Tunes yeah, yeah, yeah. sidekicks kind sure, of thing. For sure, We've got, uh, we've got Chris Hemsworth like, yeah, let's uh, let's let's get in the the Hemsworth mobile. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do it, let's do it, Chris, let's go. And then the <laughs> Luke is just he's got his head coming out of a trench coat. And he's like, me 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 Beaker. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Boom, boom, boom. What 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 we do is we don't actually have Luke in it. Um, he he's puppeteering a Muppet <laughs> that looks like him yeah yeah, yeah. I get you <laughs> that's the joke yeah is that Luke Hemsworth is just a Muppet yeah um, he's he's great in Westworld it's yeah. uh, it's a shame the, the other brothers don't get as much uh, screen time as Chris does yeah true yeah Liam Hemsworth's great yeah he's really good in the whole game pretty cool yeah um, but um, yes yeah, so <laughs> we got we got that then we've got um, um, Margot Robbie Margot Robbie um, is 
basically, I think Margot Robbie is basically going to be playing um, what's her name from uh, Wacky Races. Oh, Penelope Pitstop. Penelope Pitstop. That'd be great casting for that, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, Penelope Pitstop, but a modern take. So she's kind of, kind of a bit Harley Quinn. Yeah. Kind of a bit Tonya Harding. For sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just blend all of her roles, including what all... we've, we've imagined. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blending all those ima- well, real, <laughs> real and imagined roles for her. Yeah. Uh, she's in. She's in a giant, long. Pink, pink, like car. Pink, yeah, yeah, hot pink car, yeah, and with with booster jets on the back of it, with a giant mallet that yeah. comes out, <laughs> with giant, with like shotguns arrayed on the side, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and she's like fire, firing them off by like pulling a string, and they all pull all of the, uh, all pull all of the triggers at once, and they're just like this buckshot just poof, and just <laughs> like bursts every tire within a square mile, yeah. Um, um you've got um. Hugh Jackman, yep, who's in who's in a sports car. Yeah, he's he's like the classic man. He's he's very much kind of like the evil Knievel kind of like uh, yeah, big chin sort of like here I am I'm a big hero race driver, mm. um, uh, but uh, like you know Australian style. Um, and then uh, Nicole Kidman, she's a surfer dude. Yeah, yeah, um, she's um, she. Uh, I, I was imagining Nicole Kidman would like proper racing goggles on and a scarf and a, and a banger okay. bang 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 okay like, yeah, she's just she's just struggling across uh, struggling across she's, Australia she's the tortoise in this yeah. uh, scenario okay yeah 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 um, right. and who else oh yeah and Mel Gibson turns up yeah full costume that he's nicked from George Miller who's directing this movie by the way okay uh, the guy who directed Mad Max uh-huh. um, full full costume yeah. he's just Mad Max he's just being Mad Max he's just in Mad Max gotcha. gear with his with his Mad Max car mm-hmm. uh, Mad Max shotgun everything yep. uh, so yeah he, he turns up as like the kind of like who's that guy we don't we don't want to talk about him anymore <laughs> we've done Hugh Jackman yeah, Hugh Jackman yeah, is the sportsman. The sportsman, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Rebel um, Wilson. Rebel Wilson is in a tank. <laughs> of course. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, that, that makes... That, wow, yeah, no. I totally see this movie yeah, happening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Australia Highway 1. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I think we... Um, we like at some point they're they're constantly obviously shooting at each other yeah. trying to pop each other's tires using special gadgets all like that it's wacky races yeah 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 um, but Ben Mendelsohn we, we've said has a little a little he's like a crime guy yeah uh, we said and it's gonna have, have I think that that, that plan he, gets rumbled quite early yeah right so he like pays scientists to like uh He's already paid scientists to make loads of stuff for him, right? Yeah, yeah. So the first thing is he like teleports to Perth. Yeah. Right? It's a backup plan. It's dangerous, but he, he wants to do this. Yeah. And then after that, he um he has a, a scientist played by who's like old and Australian. Who could Barry be Barry Humphreys. Okay. He pays him to uh create to Jurassic Park a pterodactyl <laughs> to fly him across the uh, acro- across part of Australia. <laughs> Listen again. This is the thing. Like wacky races logic. We're yeah, w- w- with this you can't you can't just go 
You can't cut corners. You can. If if you, like we said, there in are some bits. Parts you yeah, can, exactly. But you can't cut a corner from the start to the finish line. No, but we've we've established also that there are traps on the road. Yes. So of it's like a. Uh, it, it's kind of because he wants to spice it up. Yeah. Sometimes it's just spikes will fire fire out of the uh, out of the floor. <laughs> Ramps built and yeah and stuff. It's it's mad. It's it is mad. There are there are rivers where it's not like. The road kind of goes straight down, yeah. like in a like in a like a Looney Tunes, right? <laughs> the road goes up a ramp and then straight down and then under the water of a river and then up and then across. Like you're just expected to jump the river. Well, I mean, I think the the, the Hemsworth brothers drive off a bridge at one point and they yeah. go no, <laughs> and then and then Chris Hemsworth pulls Mjolnir, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and manages to swing him to safety. Yes, um, and, and um, Nicole Kidman's like going way too way too slowly for the thing, <laughs> but we see her literally drive off this ramp. Just teeter at the top yeah. and then go down, yeah. all the way down under the under the water, under the sea, uh, under the river bank, and then just up the, up the other side, driving on walls, yes. and then just <laughs> just like she's kind of like the um, uh, very much the roadrunner of this situation, yeah. kind of like the it does she does the impossible physics that nobody understands, <laughs> but she just somehow gets away with it. Yeah, and like I think you just see a cloud of smoke as all these cars drive <laughs> yeah. drive away, and then just following. <laughs> Is Nicole Kidman? <laughs> <laughs> and like black smoke coming out of a car and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like that. And I think for the first few stops, yeah, we don't see like any of the traps or anything like yeah. that. It's just a solid rally. Yes, like they're going from place to place, and they're very competitive. They're like smashing each other off the road and stuff. Yeah, and then as like this is where we find out about the emu stuff, right? Uh, so we see like Margot Robbie, who's like very aggressive and competitive. Yeah, she absolutely smashes. Um, uh, Hugh Jackman off the road very very early oh, and he God. goes spiralling off into the outback sort of area yeah. off the coast off the coast road and, and sort of in, in out of bounds <laughs> yeah. at which point like you just see this <laughs> like like the race stops <laughs> everyone stops their car Apart from Mel Gibson, who knows what's coming? Like, <laughs> I he's think, seen shit. I think everyone keeps going apart from like Hugh Jackman's been rolled to a stop. Yeah, and he's like, Phew, "I'm I'm glad I survived." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm out of the race because my car's totaled. Yeah, and then you just <laughs> this, you just hear this, <laughs> the ground is shaking yeah. as just. A dust appears on the horizon yeah. as hundreds and hundreds of emus come and he's like fuck 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 and he's like hitting the car <laughs> kicking it and he suddenly just and he just gets back into he manages into to gear. get on as, as these emus are chasing him down and once he gets onto the road he's like <laughs> thank god they stopped the road what happened there that was weird and then at the next stop that's where he brings it up with the rest of the races like yes. that, was, that was really fucking and the strange. overnight stop in yeah. uh, in um, hang on I've, I didn't want to google who else is Australian again yeah. um, uh, at the overnight stop in Adelaide he yeah. uh, he, he, he sort of uh, says what was the deal? Why did they stop at the road? And then this is where Mel Gibson lights a cigarette from the corner of the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's the old emu wars. <laughs> I was there. I was there. I was there on day one. <laughs> and it cuts to a flashback of him, like, kind With of a like... flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> With a flamethrower on top of a truck. 
<laughs> going through. That's when I lost my wife. <laughs> And like he stood on the top of this truck, like Mad Max style, like flamethrower. And then this emu, like its head smashes in through the window and just grabs his wife from the driver's seat, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> never to be seen again. No, like uh, it's tough to imagine. It, it, it's uh, tough to imagine that that uh, emus could make a tr- even make a treaty or agree to a treaty or even like. Uh, win a war against let alone win a war against humans and then uh, he's like they're incredibly tricksy (laughs) they started making demands in written in in, in the written via the written word (laughs) posing as members of 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 the Australian parliament (laughs) you'll know them by their feathers and their long long legs (laughs) And big, and big feet. Right. Cut back to Hugh... Uh, Hugo Hugh, Weaving. Hugo Weaving. Yeah. Who has... Who is wearing a robe yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's taller than he usually is he, in movies. No, I'm going to say he zooms around. And yeah. it's, we, we, we code this. He zooms around on a Segway that's like got a, got a little pulpit on it. Right? Yeah. He's like, he's kind of a, looks like a Bond villain because he's zooming around <laughs> yeah. on, in, in, in wheels and he's just got this, this, this kind of, he's essentially in like a capsule up to his chest. Yeah, yeah. That's how he drives around. By this point, everyone's, everyone knows what the twist is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's is, no point. Is that later on, yeah, once they get to the end, Hugo Weaving will be revealed, of course, to be an emu. Yeah. Um, and, uh, no beating around the bush anymore <laughs> no he's uh, he's also got a really long neck but that is that is will wait until the end <laughs> so i think we 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 have this bit where they get to the end right yeah and that breach is going to be they, they realize that, that breach is going to be exploded mm. right they're, they're coming up on perth again right uh, they're coming coming down from port headland they're 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 coming down towards perth the, the finish line is in sight yeah and there becomes this very, very tense thing where they're all radioing each other, mm. and you think that Margot Robbie is going to absolutely like take it, but they they manage to convince her that it's for the best for them all to work together, yeah. and not finish this race, yeah. And at that point, they decide to go off off road, yeah, to sabotage these explosives, right? Yeah, and then that's when Hugh, uh, um, Hugo Weaving does his speech where he's like, you might have stopped this explosion, but think about all the other explosions and, 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 and roadworks <laughs> that you've seen on the way. Yeah. Every single one of them has create, has uh, done this, uh, has, has, has uh, made a hole for emus to come through. And then uh, you just hear over the radio, uh, actually, um, says uh, Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Um, and, I've and been as, fixing everything. As, as she comes by in this in, in this old banger, there's just bitumen pouring out the back of this. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's just been laying road behind her. <laughs> yeah. What, what we thought was like pollution is settling into <laughs> is settling into into made road. <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. And and what's happening with Ben Mendelsohn? Ben Mendelsohn, he's just another another moving part. I think at this point, like yeah. he's been disqualified. Because I quite like the idea that that there's a twist where it, everything blows up. Mm. Like he's like, you can't stop this now anyway. All the emus are on 
are on high alert waiting for my signal <laughs> yeah bang and then we see this bit of the highway blow up yeah emus thundering into Perth yeah like I, people getting their heads pecked off yeah stuff like that all sorts yeah yeah it's, it's mad and Hugh Jackman's like you're mad and then, and then Mel Gibson's like no I'm mad actually <laughs> I'm mad Max and then Ben Mendelsohn's like oh he, he makes he makes a decision because his science guys have been making a time machine yeah so he goes back oh in time oh my god please no he goes back in time to take off all the all the explosives from from where they've been hidden and then cut back to Hugo Weaving going I've got all my explosive rig to blow click and nothing, nothing happens yeah, yeah. I see uh, yeah okay um, I, I think uh, I, I, I think we I kind of feel like Ben Mendelsohn's better served dying yeah you know because he's hiding in Perth yeah to, so we have him pecked to death by emus yeah at that point where he's like he'd been hiding he gets discovered he discovers Hugo Weaving's plot yes and gets pecked and, and, and as, a, as a demonstration of the stakes yeah Hugo Weaving has him pecked to death by emus you see yeah but he's also gone back in time he's also to, gone back in time if you like the, yeah <laughs> And we see I'm going to start, start a no time travel rule on this podcast. <laughs> he's made a video. This is the first one we've done where it's actually been worked into the narrative. Um, <laughs> he's been, he's been work. He's done a video where he's like, I've probably been pecked to death at this point. <laughs> if you're watching this, you, I've been pecked to death by news. <laughs> and uh, and if yeah, you're, if you're watching this, I've been pecked to death by news. They uh, they put um, Hugo Weaving in prison. Yep. Uh, in, uh, well, I mean, they imp- he's an emu, so they just imprison him within the road system. Yeah, exactly. They put him at the centre of a roundabout. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, and, and he's like, no. Yeah, well, I, I forget the the climax where they all confront him in his in his big emu tower. Yeah. Um, it's called EMU, his his corporation. Yeah. <laughs> of course. And uh, yeah, it, his head just like comes off, off and it's, yeah. it's just a really long neck um, yep. he takes off his robe and he's got this giant emu body but mm-hmm. with the head of, of Hugo Weaving yeah it's all like human skin as well uh, yeah. there's no feathers after he's foiled we cut to him Margot Robbie said, or, uh, no Luke Hemsworth is like uh, with his flappy beaker jaw <laughs> uh, and then Chris is like he says what happened to to, to Hugo Weaving <laughs> uh, and Margot Robbie's like oh, oh no uh, Nicole Kidman who is the has been laying these roads yeah. is like oh don't don't you worry I've uh, I've worked him into my plans and, <laughs> and she's She's just driven a circle <laughs> of road, and then it's just like a spaghetti junction is being built around him. And yeah. he's like, "No, no!" Oh, As we zoom out, zoom out into the into the stratosphere. So yeah, that was Australia Highway One. Australia Highway One, the most high octane and dangerous race out there. Yeah. Oh man, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I hope you are in. I hope. Well, we had a lot of fun pitching it. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as well. Uh, especially if, if you're in Australia, tell us how we did in our <laughs> Australian law. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you can. I mean, I'm, and I'm always happy to hear more Australian law. Yeah. So um, if you've got if you've got any more, you know, addendums, fan fiction, if you will, for Australia <laughs> Highway One, um, then uh, then please don't. Don't hesitate to let us know. Mm. Uh, Life's a pitch podcast at gmail.com. 
<laughs> the email address that never gets checked. I, I get notifications. Yeah, sometimes. they just aren't any. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes well if you have enjoyed the podcast then please consider sharing it with your friends uh, especially Australian friends so that we can so they can hate us um, <laughs> they're like they got it really right <laughs> exactly, fucking hell exactly what it's like in Australia <laughs> incredible um <laughs> the um uh yeah uh, t- show us to your friends of course we don't have a marketing budget we only have um ourselves and you uh to spread the word of the podcast so it, we really really appreciate it when people uh when, when we hear that people have um have, have told their friends and that they've enjoyed it um and of course if you want to help us out then uh, maybe to the point where we can get a marketing budget. Who knows? Um, you can go over to patreon.com uh, forward slash life's a pitch podcast where you can, of course, find um, a, a place to help um, your your favorite people who make things. You know, it doesn't have to be us. I recommend just going over to Patreon and, mm. and helping your art, your favorite artists and helping your favorite musicians and all those, all those kind of things. Um, but if you want to help us out, then you can go over there. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can uh, uh, kind of get a say in how the show goes and, of course, um, uh, help us along the way as well. Mm. Um, and even better, you get your name read out at the end of every show. So um, we'll uh, read out these definitely real names. Brandon Spanky Mills. Ross Originals and his 400 baby dragons waiting to be plot relevant. Mr. Bisque, we're getting reports of a crack team trying to stop you in the past. Jeremy L. Kayam. Stephen D. Thomas. Fingers to hand. Pine Trimester, the timulator is detecting a second time warp, but it's not us. James Delaney. Brames D. Tom Kayam. We can't stop the Wusk heap born alone. We need a hero. We need Brent Black. Really? Him? But will he answer our call? 400 approacheth, all will rise, all will pall. Frankly, this name thing is getting a bit silly. We need more normal names, like Joseph Hegarty. Penvis, <laughs> come quickly. Paulvin is appearing all over the sodding time stream. Screen, what do we do? If you need to speak to your lobster, ask Cancermancer. He can talk to crabs. Jimmy, you're right, the Bisque Vengers are coming along nicely, but we're a bit too safe for work. We need... Alex NSFW. <laughs> Carl, not only are you immune to jumbling, but your bone marrow seems to reverse jumbulation. We have to harvest you. Nikki H. Cracking the digital mainframe. That doesn't mean anything, Davey. Why don't you just try a forgotten password request? Riley. Matt, here's a pitch. It's a podcast in which we pitch movie ideas at each either. Eden MW. Tom, by Jove, you've cracked it. Send it to the podcast printy press thing and get us on Spotify. So, those those titles having gotten so much more interesting now that they now that I've revealed the information that, that I read them in the same order every week. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. That, that and that and I, I really want to know what kind of organization prioritizes whether or not they're safe for work or not. <laughs> like so high as yeah. to add a whole new member just to make it sure that they're not safe for work. <laughs> Uh, yes. Um, well, we normally end the show with a guest very clever award. We have one yes, this week? and this week is no different. Uh, we're ending the show with the guest very clever award. Uh, the award we give out to someone who's given us a title based around an existing title. Just had a bit of fun with it. Yeah. Uh, so this week is from Captain Eden, and they've given us Toddler Driver. Toddler Driver. <laughs> it's the sequel where he's grown up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Matt Turner. I've been Tom McGrath. Remember who pitched it. <laughs> <laughs>